The Authentic Accountant is sponsored by Intuit. Intuit helps you leverage the latest technologies and works with you to create tomorrow's future innovations for your firm. Visit quickbooks.intuit.com. Welcome to the Authentic Accountant Podcast with Seth David and co-host Erica Ed. If you've ever wanted to know the real story behind the most successful business leaders in the world today, stay tuned. Every story doesn't have an instant success, peaches and cream background. We'll ask the questions that need to be asked and get the true stories of success. Now, here is Seth David and Erica Ed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Authentic Accountant Podcast. My name is Seth David. I'm here with my co-host. Hey, everybody. I'm Erica Ed. And this time we're talking about step three on the road to authenticity, which means we've covered steps one and two before today. So if you haven't already, you may want to go catch up and catch those two episodes because these have a way of kind of building on one another. Step one, we talked about identifying the things we're powerless over. Step two, we talked about, you know, finding that collective power that's greater than the power we have on our own. At the end of the episode, you may recall we did an illustration. I described an illustration that a mentor of mine had done with me where, you know, he asked me to lift up a table with two fingers on my own. And obviously, I couldn't do it. The table would topple over. But then he stood on the other side. And with his two fingers and my two fingers on each end, we were able to lift the table up. And that was kind of a a good example and description of what it meant to have, you know, the power of two or more people working together to do something being greater than the power that one person has to do something on their own. So step three is it's step three is largely about willingness and more specifically the willingness to rely on that power, right? Because it's easy. We talked about finding the five people, right? We talked about forming that group and we said they, it can be formal, where you even have a meetup or a mastermind kind of group. It can also include people that you'll never actually talk to, authors of books, people who have been very successful in your field. Um, and either way, we just wanted to formulate the idea of what that group of mentors sort of looked like. Uh, and in the cases where we're not going to necessarily meet with the people in person, then it becomes a question of you know, leaning on the information they've given us in the books that they've written or podcasts that they do and so on and so forth. So, Step three is really, it's about the willingness to learn to rely on that power, learn to rely on that resource that we can put together in the form of the mentors that we bring into our lives in whatever form that takes on, right? Right. Because you can make the list of all the people that you look up to and all the mentors that you may have, but if you never learn how to, and you don't, it it really is a learned trait. It's not something that we just naturally do. It's something Mm -hmm. that you develop a habit of. And if you don't develop the habit of relying on the people, then the list is useless. Right. Right. I mean, I can, I can admire uh, someone. I can look up to them. But to really have a mentorship and to really, to really make this thing work, I have to, I have to do a little work in that. And that's really what we're going to talk about in right. step three. Right. And, you know, what can crop up here, and, and it often does, is we start looking at, you know, what we're describing, Erica, and people will probably stop or want to stop and, and consciously or unconsciously, they'll be thinking, but wait a minute, shouldn't I be independent? Don't I need to be strong? Don't I need to take care of myself? Right. And, you know, what I learned a long time ago is that by leaning on others for guidance, especially those who have walked down this path before me, 
people who are kind of where I'd like to be. Um, by learning from them, by leaning on them, I fall on my face a lot less often because I, I don't have to make the mistakes that they made because I can take their wisdom and experience and use that to avoid making those kind of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And what I think that translates to is that by learning to become dependent upon these people, and we're talking about there's different kinds of dependencies, right? We're obviously talking about a healthy kind of dependency where I'm learning, I'm engaged in a process where, like you just said, I form the habit of leaning on them. And if it's a meetup group, I, I show up, right? Right. I go. Which is very different from, I don't know, like codependency, which is a right. very unhealthy form of right. dependency. No one wants that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We want to be clear about that. You know, you don't want to suffocate the, your mentor. You know, yeah, like, that's exactly. not what we're going for here. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be that needy one who's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and it's an important distinction. We have to be clear on it, right? But it's, it's so what I'd like to describe it as is it's dependence for the purpose of gaining independence, right? Mm-hmm. I get to learn and grow because I learn to rely on these people. And it's like you said, and you said it perfectly. It's, you know, we're going to, it's, it's going to be, it's going to take some work to form the habit. Yeah. We're going to be so used to doing things on our own. So used to just trying to figure it out ourselves. And then we make mistakes and then we're reminded, oh, you know what? I have a mentor who has experience in this area. Maybe I should have called him or her. And the way I like to kind of, I mean, I think the analogy that kind of works for me um, in, in, in this is, is like looking at like a basketball team, right? I mean, the basketball team practices and they do that on their own and they build their skills that way. But the basketball team doesn't really ever get any better unless they actually compete with another team, right? So it's playing another team. Now, if you're constantly playing teams that are not as experienced as you or have less skill than you, you don't grow and learn. But it's when you look up to someone like a mentor or you play a team that's really good, that's when you grow, when you have the opportunity to sort of get better and and you get to learn from your mistakes and you get to learn where your faults are and things like that. Um, That's kind of how I look at um, a mentorship in a way, and not as competitive, obviously, but it's like that sort of same sense of getting to grow from someone who knows more than you, you know? Right. And I love that you use the reference to the, you know, a team practicing because, you know, I once looked up the word practice. I was curious, right, to see what the actual definition of the word is. And do you know what it is? Yeah, I've never looked it up. What does it mean? So, of course, there's multiple definitions for the word, like many words. But the one that stood out to me was that it, it's defined as doing something over and over and over again, right? So, in other words, this isn't one of those things where we're going to be able to do one thing one time and then that's it. We've got it down, right? right. It's going to, and it's going to come up over and over again in all kinds of different ways, you know. Right. And, you know, one of the things that occurs to me is, you know, there's, we talked in step two about finding different people with expertise in different areas that are important to us, which suggests that we have like an expert in certain areas. And that sure. that's true and it's useful. But I think in the bigger picture, collectively, at least when I think of the five people that I tend to go to, you know, sure, I can point to one and say, this one's, if I need relationship advice, this is the one I go to. He's been married for 30 years. He knows how to, you know, exist in a relationship and do it well, right? Yeah. Um, but they're also like any or all of them on any given day, when I'm going through something, when I'm having a tough time, I could call all five of them, you know? And the thing is that even if I can't get a hold of all of them, having five means I'll probably be able to get a hold of at least one of them when I need Mm -hmm. to. 
but the bottom line is these are people in my life. Again, assuming we're not talking about the, the, you know, the mentors that have written books that we don't actually talk to, but these people are people I can call in, even if I don't get a hold of them right away. I can almost guarantee you all five of them will have called me back by the following morning, especially if I've left them a message saying, hey, you know what? I really need your help with something I'm having. I'm struggling, you know? Yeah. And especially because I don't cry wolf. It's not something I call them and say every day. You know, if anything, they very rarely hear that from me. So when they do, they know, okay, you know, Seth is not the kind of guy who's just like needy and constantly like you just, you know, referred to earlier. Sure. Um, You know, they know, I mean, I'm serious when I, you know, call and leave them a message like that. Yeah. I think the um, one thing I wanted to bring up that I think is something that people tend to struggle with when, you know, we have the five people, we want to have the five people, we want them in our lives, but we have a, we struggle to, to build that, um, that dependency, right? Uh, We struggle to reach out when we need to. And I think one of the reasons why we do that is because we may have been burned in the past. Mm -hmm. So perhaps we had someone that we looked up to and we, we reached out to them. They didn't give us what we wanted or they, they weren't available when we needed them or what, whatever the, whatever the situation may be, we feel like we've been slighted. We feel like we've been wronged and now we're never trusting anyone again. And that seems a little extreme, but it is, it is a thing that people do, you know, Mm -hmm. where we just say, that's it. I got this. I don't rely on anybody because people suck, <laughs> right? Right, right? And and I think we have to be really careful. And I, I just want to bring that up because I've been there. I know I know that place. I'm very familiar with that place. Mm-hmm. And it took me a lot of work and a lot of, of time to to learn to trust people again, to learn to like have that dependency. And the amazing thing is, is, you know, part of the process of, of what we're going through with these 12 steps um, to authenticity you know, having practiced them, I've learned a lot about myself through this process. And what I've learned is, um, you know, people are, people are human. You know, they, they're, they're not there all the time. And like you said, with the, having the five people, someone's going to be available. One of them, one of them at least will call you back. Um, and, you know, we can't be so absolute in our expectations, you know, mm-hmm. that, that these are people, they are fallible. People will let us down. It's okay. They don't, they, they don't mean it. It's not a personal thing, you know? Don't mm-hmm. let your, your, your history, don't let your, 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 your past injuries prevent you from having, you know, these types of, of really amazing, beautiful relationships, you know? Yeah. Yep. I'm actually really glad you brought this up because, you know, when we like to bring up references to resources for people here. So I want to bring one up because, you know, it's funny what you said. I, I go through it too. And I, I, I go through it currently, you know, a lot oh, of yeah. times, I, a lot of times I'm just disappointed because, you know, frankly, especially sitting where I sit, I spend a lot of my time giving back, helping others, right? Anybody who knows yeah. me in the accounting world, you know, it's, it's like, I can't go a day without somebody thanking me and, and, and acknowledging the fact that I put all this content out there to help a lot of people, sure. right? And sometimes, honestly, I, I, I can sit there and feel like I'm not getting as much back in return for what I put out there. And it can be really disappointing, mm-hmm. right? And there's, you know, I think there's always two sides to these things that we have to consider. And we have to have a certain amount of trust, a certain amount of faith in the universe or whatever you want to call it, 
that everything's working out exactly the way it should be. And because you reminded me of this video I just watched this week and I was like, holy cow, this is exactly what I needed. And it's a guy, Erica, you may know who he is because he's been all over Facebook recently. He's this really good looking young guy who speaks and does these videos about different philosophies. His name is Jay Shetty, S-H-E-T-T-Y. And he speaks very eloquently. He's got this beautiful British accent. So he has a way of getting your attention when you watch his videos. So he shared this video on Facebook the other day that I watched where he describes a story. And I'm going to share this story. And you can watch his video to get it from the the source. But it really illustrates what we're talking about here and how important it is. Because, you know, yes, we need to have these people who are dependent or who we can depend on to get the guidance, but we have to acknowledge, like you just said, Erica, they're, they're human. They're going to fail us. Sometimes yeah. they're just not going to be there for us, or they may just not have the guidance we need, or they may just be busy. You know, it could be any number of things, right? Yeah. So he shares a story about these two people. One is, I've, you know, and I'm going to get some of the details screwed up, so do go, and I'll get the link in the show notes. But one is a guy, there's two neighbors, and they both decide around the same time to uh, plant a garden. And that, uh, you know, and, and they, they both basically plant the same garden. And one's this businessman who's, you know, really busy doing what he does. And the other one is this like retired teacher, right, who has lots of time. So the retired teacher really nourishes the garden and waters it every day and does all this stuff to the garden to help make it grow. And the business guy is too busy. He just, you know, he does kind of what he needs to do, gets it set up and then lets it be and lets it do its thing. Right. And they both have, you know, gardens that are growing nicely. And then all of a sudden a storm comes and the storm ends up destroying the teacher's garden. Right. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I've got this exactly backwards. It was the business guy who was really like anal about working on the garden. The teacher was the one who let it go because that was kind of the iron of it. The retired teacher had time, but he had wisdom. Right. That was the key. And sorry. So I've got that backwards. So the storm comes and destroys the, um, the businessman's garden, the guy who worked, who put in all this hard work, just like he does in his business to make the perfect garden. Mm-hmm. Right. And so eventually he sees the, the, you know, his neighbor, the teacher who has wisdom. And he says, hey, how is it we both planted the same stuff, basically? How is it that your garden is still intact after the storm and my got destroyed? And the teacher basically imparts wisdom on the guy and explains that, you know, you nurtured your garden too much and didn't give it the opportunity it needed to sort of learn to grow and work on its own. And the same is true of us. So what he taught me when I saw that video this week was that in those moments when I'm feeling disappointed that I'm not getting the support back that I want and hope to get from people, maybe it's because at this particular time, the universe or whatever has decided it's time for me to, for whatever reason, at this stage and on these issues, learn to, this, this is where I do need to stand up on my own. I have to have faith in that. That when I'm not, if I've done all the footwork and built the network of mentors and resources that I need to get the guidance that I need, and I'm not getting that support that I think I should be getting, maybe it's because this is something I need to learn to do and stand up with on my own. Yeah. So, and that's the balance. That's kind of the discipline. So he tells the story much better than I did. I'll make sure that, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll get the link so you can get it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Yeah. I think I've seen that going around. On, uh, yeah, on he's got a bunch yeah. of them, and they're great. You know, they're really good. And I'm very weary about these kind of things. But this guy really, it's it's just, it's like he's got nothing to sell. He's just sharing wisdom. Sure. And it's, you know, it's a lot of his, like, ancient kind of wisdom that's been around for a thousand years. And it's refreshing coming from a young guy like this, you know. Maybe a, maybe a potential mentor for someone out there. 
Could be <laughs> just even watching his videos. That's a perfect yeah. example of what we talked about where, you know, you, you know, maybe you're not going to get the guy on the phone and have him talk to you, but you could certainly listen to his videos. And, you know, and then we get into, and we're going to need to take a break in a minute, but so we'll talk about this more in the next segment, but we start to get into, okay, what, what action do I take on this? Right? Sure. What do I do? Uh, how do I put this into practice? How do I start forming the habit of relying on these mentors? And what does that look like? What does it mean, right? right? Sure, we have these meetups, and then there are people like this guy, Jay Shetty, where I'll watch his videos, but what do I do from there? So uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll start talking about how to get into action on step three. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Intuit QuickBooks is dedicated to powering prosperity around the globe for accountants, small businesses, consumers, and the self-employed. With products and services like QuickBooks Online Accountant and the QuickBooks Pro Advisor Program, accounting professionals can save time, grow their practice, and act as strategic advisors to their small business clients. By working together as partners, Intuit can help you leverage the latest technologies and work with you to create tomorrow's future innovations. Go to QuickBooks books.intuit.com to find out more. Nerd Enterprises Incorporated is a numbers agency. We offer a wide range of services from bookkeeping to financial modeling and cash flow projections. Our consulting services enable you to do what you do best by giving us the accounting and back office tasks that we do best. Nerd Enterprises Inc. is one of the worldwide leaders in QuickBooks, Microsoft Excel, and other productivity-based training. If it's one-to-one or one-to-many, we log in with you so you can share your screen and we get you through it. Plus, all sessions are recorded, so you can review those recordings anytime you like afterwards. For more information, visit nerdenterprises.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Authentic Accountant Podcast. To find out more, email Seth at NerdEnterprises.com. That's Seth at NerdEnterprises.com. Now, back to the Authentic Accountant Podcast. Welcome back to the Authentic Accountant. I'm still Seth David. I'm still here with my co-host. I'm still Erica Ed. And Erica. I think I'm still here. Huh? I think I'm still here. Yeah, it looks like you're still here. Okay, good. From what I can see and hear. Hear, hear. Hear, hear. Um, hey, Seth, I got a question for you. You want to know what I did this morning, don't I'm you? I'm dying to know. What did you do this morning? Yeah, I forgot to tell you. I, I logged into QuickBooks Online. Isn't that so strange? It is like the strangest thing I've heard today. I, I'm sure it is. What I, did you do in there today? Let me ask. You know, the first thing I did was I just, you know, I always like to go in there and check and make sure I'm not running out of money. Right. Yeah. So far, so good. You know, I update right. my bank feeds real quick. Love the bank feeds. Love the fact that I can do it from my mobile before I've even gotten out of bed in the morning if that's what I'm inclined to do. Right. Love it. Um, saw an article this week from Gene Marks, who we talked to about how most people actually do work on their vacations. Love the fact that I can grab my mobile and update my bank fees even if I'm on vacation. Yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, so sometimes it's just that. That's how I just start my day, make sure there's no, no, no fires to put out, right? No surprises. No, oh, my God, I didn't expect that to clear. I forgot about that payment. You know, got to make sure I transfer money. You know, just all the sure. stuff we got to do day to day so we can go through a day without having to be distracted by the worry of what's going on financially, right? That's sure. one of the reasons why I do actually look at this stuff first thing every day, not the first thing. But early in the day, I like to look at this stuff. I like to look at QuickBooks Online so that I can, otherwise it can be a distraction, right? Sure. Not my day. And I love how easy QuickBooks Online, mobile app or web app, you know, it just makes it really easy for me to get in there and get that peace of mind so I can get through the rest of my day. Show does. Thanks, QuickBooks Online. We love you. So, and yes, thank you. Thank you, Intuit, for literally making this podcast possible. Speaking of making this podcast possible... Folks, if you're watching this and you're liking it, please share it. Please rate us on iTunes and Google Play and wherever you're watching this. I can assure you no one's watching this, but if you're listening. Listening. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to saying watching. I'm so used to doing videos. Um, But, yes, please, you know, give us some love if if you love us. Give us some love. And if you're uh, liking what you hear, you can always head on over to our Facebook group at the Authentic Accountant Podcast and continue the conversation over there. Uh, Let us know if you have questions, comments, uh, anything to add to the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Yep, you sure can. In fact, if you go in there and comment, then I'll probably go in there too and comment back, right? Yeah, I may even comment. Who knows? Yeah, you know, just Tag us in there and we'll, uh, we'll jump in. We'll have a conversation. We'll t- talk about step three, right? Come in there and yeah. say, hey, you know, I, I listened to step three and I have some questions. What do you guys think? And we would love that. We would love nothing more than to be spending our time answering those kind of questions in our Facebook group. Absolutely. So, so with that being said. We're talking about step three. We're talking about relying on that power greater than ourselves, that power that comes from having a group of people we can lean on and get support from, right? Mm -hmm. And I I sort of lied at the end of the last segment. I said we're going to talk about how to take action, but we want to save that for the last segment. I think we need to dwell a little bit more on, you know, what this looks like in the bigger picture first before we talk about taking action, right? And, you know, a lot of it, what I've learned is it boils down to um, willingness, right? Willingness yeah. is, is the key to this, right? I have to be willing to lean on that power, that source, right? And what, what can happen, and we sort of talked about this, is I can start to take my will back, right? Which means I stop relying on that and start thinking I can do it on my own again. And usually I'm reminded that I've been doing that because something goes wrong and I fall on my face. And as I said earlier, then I'm reminded, oh, I forgot I have support. I should be leaning on that support. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that that's, it's not uncommon. I mean, we're not, we're not sitting over here like saints, you know, with just like the perfect scenario of, of how this looks. Yeah, I mean, I'm not anyways, I'll speak for myself, Seth, but I can tell you right now, I, on almost a daily basis, um, you know, I mean, humanity, and I think, I don't know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I think that humanity can look absolutely horrifying, but it also can be beautiful and and supportive and 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 just what you never expect it to be you know and I have to remind myself of that because uh, for me almost on a daily basis I can I can get in my head about the world being against me or you know so-and-so didn't call me back and I've left two 
no less than two messages for them. How dare they? You know, like <laughs> I can get into that place where I start to feel entitled or I start to feel like, well, obviously they don't, they don't care about me. They're not interested that I have this problem and, and I think they could fix it, you know? <laughs> um, and that's, that's a little crazy. And I, 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 I probably know less than once a day, pull my will back to myself. And I say, you know, I don't need the world. I don't need anybody else. I got this. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, this step is really looks a lot like it, it really boils down to making a decision. Mm-hmm. Right. I make that decision several times throughout the day, several times throughout the day. I make the decision that I am going to rely on someone else. I'm going to rely on a mentor. I'm going to rely on a confidant. I'm going to rely on the information in this book that the person that I really look up to wrote, or I'm Mm going to rely on some advice that someone gave me. Mm -hmm. I make that decision all day. I take it back all day and then I make it again to go ahead and turn it over again. Right. And I think that's kind of the thing that that's cool about this process is it's not something that like, well, now, Seth, you and I, we just rely on things and people without any question. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to be clear. This doesn't mean that like I sit in the closet and say, man, I'm really, I'm just going to depend on my mentors to bring me my lunch today. Right. You're going to go hungry. Yeah, if you yeah for sure. <laughs> However, that being said, a closed mouth goes unfed. Right. Right. And that was, I, when I heard that quote or, you know, whatever you want to call that, that saying, I was like, oh my God, that's, that's brilliant because for years, I tried to do things all on my own. I got this. I can handle it. I'm independent. I need to prove myself, whatever. You know, all of those things that mm-hmm. we tell ourselves. And for years, I went unfed because I didn't know how to ask for help. Right. Right. You know? And that's that you hit the nail on the head right there. The whole key is learning how to ask for help, being a humble enough to do so. Right. Yeah. I think humility is the foundation of all of this that we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Because it takes a certain amount of humility to be willing to admit that I can't do this on my own, that I do need help. Right. Yeah. Anytime I think about any success that I've had, I have to, first of all, I have to protect myself from, you know, what we call big shotism. Right. And so, because I once asked somebody else, a, me- a mentor that I had had at the time years ago, and because my life was getting really good, my business was starting to take off and be really successful. I was starting to make, you know, better money than I had ever made before in my life. Yeah. The thing, I bought a new car, you know, this is like my first new car that I bought. You know, prior to that, I had like hand-me-downs from my dad. Um, you know, and so things were getting good. My life was coming together in a way that it never had before. And I asked this mentor in a meeting that I was in and I said, how do I stop from letting this all go to my head? And he good read question. something, but yeah, it's a good question. He read something to me that talked about how we protect ourselves from big shotism by remembering that any success we're having, we can't take all the credit. We can take some, right? Sure. We, Cause we have to do the footwork. I mean, so that's important. We have to acknowledge our assets and what we've done well, but at the same time, we have to remember that none of us, I don't care who you are, I don't care how much you think you're self-made, no one's really self-made. Yeah. Anybody who's self-made became self-made because they learned to rely on resources and people for help. None yeah. of us really does this on our own. I have yeah. all kinds of people that I can point to and say, this person helped me along the way. I can think of specific days and conversations I've had with my wife. 
I remember one specific conversation when I was just starting out with Nerd Enterprises and it was just me and I was struggling. I, I, I had a bad day with a client who was sort of berating and, you know, she gave me this pep talk and I'll never forget the pep talk she gave me because I've taken it with me all these years and I've often referred back to it when I've needed, you know, that same kind of push. I just had to remember what she told me that day, you know. Yeah. And I think I'm glad that you brought your wife up because I think that when I mean, we're over here talking about mentors and, and sort of external people, but I think our families, you know, wives, husbands, you know, moms and dads, kids, all of those, you know, family sort of close relationships can are also a part of this. I mean, we do rely on our families. We do rely on our friends and they're, and they are part of our support group. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because I don't want it to get into a place where we're just talking about mentors and stuff because really anybody can be on that list. Right. Yeah, we're talking about a support system and we're talking about one that we, we're going to lean on and rely on, right? And, and I think the big struggle that kind of comes out of everything that we're saying is that struggle of independence versus dependence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's the real struggle and it's all about willingness, like you said, like we've yeah. said, you know. Just and, making and, that decision, you know, and that decision yeah. can be just being willing. That can be the decision, you know. Yeah. But, but just, I wanted to go back to one thing really quickly. Before, sure, sure. Um, and you had mentioned, um, oh, man, I think I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back. It'll come back. Just uh, Yeah, go ahead. Have faith. Um, so, you know, this question of dependence, independence, I think, it, uh, first of all, you know, willingness, it, it just takes a little bit of willingness, that's the key to sort of opening up that door. And yeah. once we get that door just the slightest bit open, it, we can push it wide open, right? And now we're in. We just, in other words, we just, it's almost like we just have to remember in any given moment, like, okay, mm-hmm. let me rely on the advice I got, the guidance I got. Maybe the advice I got about something goes against what my own intuition is telling me to do. Mm-hmm. But maybe the person who gave me that guidance is somebody whose guidance I trust because I know they have a lot of experience at this more so than I do. So maybe I'm just going to do something, you know, what we call contrary action. It's not what I think I would normally do. But and that's exactly when you know you're putting this into practice, right? In those moments, especially when I'm doing something I normally would not do or I'm doing something in a way that I normally would not do it because somebody told me, hey, Seth, I went through this myself and here's how I handled it. Right. And oftentimes I come through those experiences now having a very concrete experience that I can look to and say, you know what I did? I went against what I normally would do because I relied on the guidance that somebody else gave me. And it turned out they were right. It worked out so much better than it ever would have had I tried to just be be independent and do it myself. Those are actually really cool moments. Like I've had a few of those where it's like, you know, I've been struggling with something and I keep you know, I keep trying to fix the problem and getting the same result and it's not working. And I'm, you know, you're batting, you're battering your head against the brick wall, you know? Mm-hmm. And then somebody says something, just some, you know, cockamamie idea to go try. And you're just like, oh, okay, I got nothing to lose. And so you try it. And I, I mean, I've almost, I've almost tried them just almost out of resentment, just almost out of like, I'm going to just, you're going to prove okay, them wrong. Yeah. You've been saying this for how many years? I'm going to show you how much this is not going to work. And then it works. And you're just like, holy that worked like how did that happen you know and 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 it's it's that it's that that concept of just cracking that door of willingness just a crack Mm -hmm. where you're just and like i said you maybe you're do maybe you're willingly doing it out of resentment and then boom the door blows wide open because right that's how it works you know yeah you almost feel like you're cheating right? When you, when you take the guidance of somebody more experienced than you and actually do what they suggested, 
and it comes out well, and you know now that you've come through it that it came out way better than it ever would have if you'd done it on your own, it feels like I'm cheating. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Another mentor I've had who very much subscribes to these principles that we're talking about here and these 12 steps on the road to authenticity had told me, he said to me once, he said, Seth, the game is rigged, right? It's rigged in our favor, right? Mm -hmm. All we have to do is follow these philosophies, these principles that we're talking about. And is everything going to be perfect? No. But one of two things is always going to happen. Either I'm certainly going to find I'm successful more often than I was without this. Mm-hmm. And the times when I do fail, because I will, that's a given, right? But the difference is I learn how to learn from those experiences so I can do better next time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I look at what happened and I say, okay, I did what I did. What happened happened and that's that. But yeah. then all I can do, and I'm aware of this, and awareness is another one of the keys to all of this, is I have that awareness where I can say, you know what? I did what I did, and that's that. All I can do now is think in terms of what might I, might, what might I do better next time. Yeah. You know, how might I do better next time on something like this? Yeah. That's all I can do, and that helps us let go of a lot of that heavy weight that we walk around yeah. with. But, and oh, I my God, that, I screwed that up. Yeah, and I think even when we do screw it up, having that support system sort of softens that blow because we are going to make mistakes. We are, we are human just like everyone else, so we are going to fall on our faces. I know for me... When I fall on my face, it's far more devastating. I am, I am so much more devastating to myself than anyone. I mean, literally, if, if anybody else talked to me the way that I talk to myself sometimes. <laughs> You'd kill them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would not work out for them very well, you know? Right. So I think having that, you know, that's the other side of it is like we get to learn from their experience. We get to, um, you know, to get advice and, and just have a confidant or just even someone to talk to or bounce ideas off of. But they're also able of softening that blow for us, you know, through their own experience or similar experiences by saying like, hey, you know, we all fall. This right. is what happened to me, you know, and it, and it softens that blow for us where we don't feel like the, the most epic failure on earth, you know. And then also, like you were talking about, it keeps our egos in check. Yeah. You know, because I think a good, I think a good mentor, a good confidant, a good support person with whatever it looks like will check your ego and not let you get, you know, it keeps you a little more grounded, keeps you right. your, your roots on the ground, you know? And yeah, because we're not talking about people who are going to co-sign our stuff. We're talking about people who are going to be honest with us and say, hey, Seth, hey, Erica, you yeah. know, you, you've got it wrong, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're going to be able to do that, and we're going to be able to hear that and, and not that's get really, I think, important because I think as we, as we gain success or money or, fight, you know, whatever it may look like, uh, I think people, there's that tendency, and a, you, you mentioned it before, that big shotism, you know, of, of getting a little too big for your britches and starting to feel like, you know, yeah, I got this, you know, I look, look at what I'm driving, look at my business, how well it's doing, you know, and, and if you think that getting success, like if you're sitting wherever you're sitting right now and you think that more success and more money means less problems, <sighs> you got another thing coming, right? Yep. Money, rich people, they don't have, it's not that they don't have problems. They still have problems. They just have rich people problems. Mm-hmm. So you still need a mentor. You still need somebody to walk you through those problems because you've yep. never dealt with them. <laughs> Who's, who is the rapper yeah. who said, mo money, mo problems? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. I should know. I want to say it's like Jay Z or something. Yeah, but yeah, Biggie. Biggie. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. We just got. We just got the help. (laughs) We got the help we needed. We were quietly reminded that was Biggie. Mo money, mo problems. That was from our friends there at Voice America. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Voice America. (laughs) (laughs) They're more than just producers. They're. 
they're guides. Yeah, totally. Thanks. All right, for so that. this might be All a right. good note to. Uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta take a break. Um, but when we get back, we are actually going to get into the action items and the steps to sort of take um, to sort of make this uh, make this reliable concrete. dependency uh, a thing. So we'll be back after a short break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Nerd Enterprises Incorporated is a numbers agency. We offer a wide range of services from bookkeeping to financial modeling and cash flow projections. Our consulting services enable you to do what you do best by giving us the accounting and back office tasks that we do best. Nerd Enterprises, Inc. is one of the worldwide leaders in QuickBooks, Microsoft Excel, and other productivity-based training. If it's one-to-one or one-to-many, we log in with you so you can share your screen and we get you through it. Plus, all sessions are recorded so you can review those recordings anytime you like afterwards. For more information, visit nerdenterprises.com. Intuit QuickBooks is dedicated to powering prosperity around the globe for accountants, small businesses, consumers, and the self-employed. With products and services like QuickBooks Online Accountant and the QuickBooks Pro Advisor Program, accounting professionals can save time, grow their practice, and act as strategic advisors to their small business clients. By working together as partners, Intuit can help you leverage the latest technologies and work with you to create tomorrow's future innovations. Go to Quick books.intuit.com to find out more. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Authentic Accountant Podcast. To find out more, email Seth at nerdenterprises.com. That's Seth at nerdenterprises.com. Now, back to the Authentic Accountant Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Authentic Accountant Podcast. I'm still here with my co-host. I'm Seth David, and you probably are are not Seth David. No, I am Erica Ed, and we are back with some exciting uh, action items. We uh, have talked about steps one and two in previous episodes. If you haven't uh, listened to those, please uh, go check them out on our page um, at theauthenticaccountant.com. You can find all of our episodes there. Um, but please check out steps one and two because this thing sort of does build on itself. So if you haven't listened to those, uh, check out one and two. Uh, and this is step three we've been going over. And um, <clears throat> just basically talking about getting, uh, being willing to, to, to rely on other people, being willing to find that dependency through, uh, that independence through rather dependency. So... And you said something uh, very important about that, Erica, that I meant to sort of pick up on and, and then forgot to. But you talked yeah. about how we made a decision, right? Yeah. We make yeah. a decision. You know that, uh, that sort of joke that says, you know, three frogs on a log? No. One of them the makes joke. a decision. So there's three frogs on a log. One of them makes a decision to jump. How many are left on the log? Three. Exactly. There's still three frogs. You that knew that one. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm just really smart. <laughs> That's right, because all he did was make a decision. He didn't necessarily take any action, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's but, an important distinction. But 
there's at least one frog on that log that's ready to make some action. So if you've made a decision, then keep listening because we're going to give you some action items that will get you off that log. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. That's right. So because, yeah, so the decision has to be followed up with action. That's the moral of that story. It has to be followed up with action. And if you're still stuck on what we were talking about in the previous two segments, you know, the one thing I can suggest is just do it, right? Like Nike says, just do it. Just go talk to somebody, get somebody's guidance on something you may be struggling with or just unclear on, and then take a chance. Follow their guidance, even if it goes against what you think or what you normally might do. You know, like some people come to me and say, hey, Seth, I'm an accountant and I want to grow my business. I see what you're doing. It looks like it's working really well. And then I say, great, go make some videos because that's what I did. That's how I did it. And they're like, oh, I can't, I can't make videos, right? Hmm. And all of a sudden they got all these reasons, right? They got reasons. They got reasons. <laughs> they got reasons. So that's my answer to them now is just try it. Just make one video, right? Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in that exact vein and I, 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 I prophesied for them that I said, once you make your first video, you're going to get so excited about it. All you're going to want to do is make videos. <laughs> and in almost every single case, that has been the reaction. Those who took yeah. the chance, who decided to dive in, you know, like they're asking me the question. It's like they're dipping their foot in the pool and seeing, well, it's a little cold. I'm not sure it's going to be comfortable. But the ones who dive in, you know, just they get into it sort of hook, line and sinker. Yeah. Know? And, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think the key here is to just ask for the guidance, Sh share your story, share whatever's going on with you, ask for the guidance. I mean, I know you said, Seth, even if it goes against your better judgment, I, I do want to preface that by saying sort of a disclaimer of we are <laughs> humans. We, we don't always have the best advice. We don't always know what may or may not be best for an individual or a certain situation. So please use your better judgment because I think that the, the, the fastest way to sort of sour yourself on this process is to take some really terrible advice. So if you think something is really just wrong, please don't do that. But yeah. And but, bear in mind, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was just going to say, bear in mind that sometimes it may not be that the advice was bad. It may be that we missed something. We misinterpreted yeah. something. So if I try something that I was given guidance on and it seems to have failed miserably, I'll go back to the person and say, hey, I tried what you said. Here was the result I got. Can we review this? Can you review this with me so I can see maybe where I got, where I went wrong? Maybe I missed something important in this. Maybe I misinterpreted something, and that could have made all the difference, right? Yeah, totally. So don't go back and start bashing your mentor. Say, you're fired from my mentor group, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think I think that's the key, too, is, is just being willing. And, and, you know, like I said, that, that willingness is not something that, that we just obtain, like, because you listen to this podcast, you're now a willing human being and that's going to work for you. Like it takes work. It really does. And like I said, I take it back several times a day and then I decide to turn it over again. So it's one of those things that, you know, you just, just keep, just keep trying it. Just keep, you know, keep taking that contrary action. Like Seth talked about, you know, keep doing the things that you, you know, that feel sort of counterintuitive. And eventually those, those, this, this practice eventually becomes a habit and eventually it becomes easier and eventually it becomes like the obvious choice. Of course, you're going to reach out to your support group, to your, to your mentors, to your, to your family for, for the various areas of support that you need. Right. And, and it I gets love, easier and easier as it goes. I love to think of it like this, like do the, the how's it working for you test, right? 
if you're doing something and not getting the results that you are hoping to get or thinking you should get, that might be a clue that it's time to go find somebody to help you, right? I did that. I was trying to play around with Facebook ads and having no success, or I just, I felt like I was throwing my money away, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and then I saw my friend, Chris Reagan, who's one of our colleagues in the accounting world. Um, He frequently was talking about how successful he had been with Facebook ads and how much business it was generating for him. So it was like right there in front of me. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, Chris, do you mind uh, working with me? I even said, I'd be willing to pay you for your time because I really feel like I'm wasting money and I could use some guidance for how to do Facebook ads properly. And Mm -hmm. of course, this is where I have, this is one of the things I have to remember is an experience like this when I do get to what I was talking about earlier, where I start thinking, you know, oh, I'm not getting back what I'm putting out there. Because do you know what he said to me? He said, Seth, you don't have to pay me a thing. He says, with all the stuff you put out there and all the help you give, I am only too happy. He said, I'm honored to be even asked by you to help you with this. And, and so he gave me his time and he went through some things with me, you know, that, that really helped. And so I think it's interesting, too. I, I just wanted to, to say one thing on that point mm-hmm. is what, what I think is really interesting is that we, we put ourselves out there and we expect that, you know, the good or the reward is going to come back from that person that we helped. Right. And, and it doesn't. And so often it doesn't. It comes in other ways. And the universe is funny like that. It, it pays you back in ways that you don't expect. And it's not always a direct, you know, yeah. here's your change for that. You know, here's. You know, it's not it's not an exchange of services like that. You know, it's sometimes you do something nice over here and something from over there comes. Right. It's really cool like that. If anything, it's more likely to work out that way. Right. Because the person who comes to lean on you for help is leaning on you because you have more experience than them. And that's going to have a way of coming back to you. And what I just illustrated is a perfect example where here was Chris, who had a lot more experience than I did with Facebook ads. And so. That's how it came back to me. Yep. Years ago, I had something similar happen when Google Plus was brand new. I had a real problem I, with a hack with a hack on my website. I had this real serious like black hat, um, whatever it was, you know, going on with my site, and I couldn't figure out how to fix it. Normally, I know enough to know how to get into the back end files, and I could find the bad file and get rid of it. Anyway, so I, I posted about it on Google Plus. I couldn't find where the files were, and I, I didn't know what to do. And same exact kind of thing. This guy reached out to me and I had no idea who he was, but he said to me, Seth, I've gotten so much out of your videos. They've really helped me with my business that again, he said, I'm just, I'm only too honored to have the opportunity to kind of pay you back this way. And so at no charge, he, I gave him access to my site and he went in and cleaned it up for me. You know, things like that happen all the time. So you're absolutely right. So, you know, it's about getting into action now, right? Yeah. So let's talk about that. What, so are some action, things, what are some things that our listeners could do to sort of put this, you know, to having made the decision, mm-hmm. what are some things they can do to put this into action? And I think the first thing we need, to, the starting point of all this is something you said earlier, Erica, we have to, we start by asking somebody for help, right? Okay. Which means that, and so let's work backwards from there, right? If before I can ask somebody for help, you know, it goes back to step one. I can't solve a problem I haven't identified as a problem, right? Sure. So maybe the first list to make here would be the list of the things that I've been struggling with, the things that I haven't been getting the results I would like to be getting from, mm-hmm. right? Maybe well, I'm not yeah. getting. I mean, yeah. again, if you haven't listened to step one and two, listen to them, please. Yeah. Go do the assignments. Then take your step one assignment of all those things that you're powerless over, mm-hmm. all those things that you're struggling with. Pick something on that. Right. And take it to someone. Yeah. Pull a problem out of step one. 
go through step two with it. And really, and at this point in step three, yeah, exactly. Take that problem to somebody. Go find, if you don't already have the right person that you know, or, or the person that you're aware of is the right person, go find that person and then say, hey, I know that you have experience with building a business, right? I'm having right. trouble getting new clients for my business. I know that you're really good at that. I see your posts on Facebook. I know that you're known to be somebody who's really yep. good at sales and marketing and find that person and say, can yep. you help me? And that, sh- that should be really should be a person that's identified in your step two assignment, right? right. Making that list of those people that you would want in your support group. So exactly. you take your problem from step one, you find the right person from step two, or maybe you didn't think about it that person there, but go ahead and add them to your step two assignment list yep. and then, and then take it to them and ask them about it, you know? Right. Um, and, and for people who are scared, pick something small to start with. You don't have to start with the biggest problem that you're facing, right? Start with something small just to get your feet wet, just to, to, to start to build that trust and, and that, that sense that like, okay, this is, this is okay. I can trust people. I can do this. Right. Yep. Very important. And that's, and that's really the whole process. So the, I think that's the step three assignment is go back to step one and step two, take a problem you identified in step one, take the person that you identified in step two who could help you with that problem or that kind of problem. And now, and, and then write down what you're going to do, write down the action you're going to take. Cause once you've written it down, then there's only one thing left to do, which is take the action. Right. And then I would say, let's just add, let's just expand on that a little bit because we all have something small that we could do today, even. Uh, do it. And then write it out, write out what, take, take the issue, write it down. What is it that you're taking from your step one list? <clears throat> Which person are you choosing from your step two list to take this issue to? Right. Take it to the person. You know, write out what you're going to do. Take it to the person. And then... Finish it off with just a brief little summary of what your experience was. Right. You know, was it positive? Was it negative? Did they help? Did you try it? Did you just resign yourself to saying, nope, taking it back. I'm going to do yep. it myself. <laughs> you know, what, what was the result of your, of your action? Yeah. Yeah. And I want to throw one other sort of monkey wrench into this because it just occurred to me that this might happen. So let's say you're doing this and you go to step one, you've got the problem identified, but let's say in step two, you really can't think of the person who's going to help you, right? Let's say you just don't Mm -hmm. think you know anybody who has that expertise. Fine. Reach out to us. Yeah. Reach out to Erica and I, right? We're going to, as we've done with each of these steps, if you go to uh, the authentic accountant It'll take you to the part of our website where we're now posting these episodes with the players embedded. And in each of these steps, along with the show notes, we've got a form for you to, for example, upload your lists, right? And so take advantage of that. If you're stuck on step three, because you can't figure out who to use in step two, reach out to us. Cause there's a good chance. We know, first of all, there's a good chance we know who you are because I think we know a lot of our listeners. And so we're going to be very happy to help. But there's a good chance, and that's how you do it. So you start networking if you don't have the person. You start asking. So that's you yep. have to take a step back and say, well, now I need a different kind of help. I have a new problem. Go back to step one. My problem is I don't know the person I need, right? So step two, who there might you know the person that I need? And then step three, that's the action. I have to, so I have to back up and, take, and go through that process. And now reach out to me, reach out to Erica and say, do you know anybody with expertise in XYZ? And let's face it, whether it's me or somebody else you do this with, the bottom line is most of us are so flattered to be asked for help that anybody you ask is likely only going to be too happy to yeah. take time out and put you in touch with the right person. So one way or the other, you have no excuses not to do step three now. I've given you everything. That's right. You- 
<laughs> Absolutely. And something you could do as just a side uh, assignment if you were inclined, especially if you're not, com- you know, you're not, maybe you're not comfortable doing this process. Um, maybe something you could do just to start with is to make a list of action items that you could take to sort of build those relationships. Maybe you've been a solo artist on your own for a long time. Maybe you don't have a lot of the connections that you would feel comfortable taking your problems to. So let, why don't, in those cases, make a list of the peop- of, of, of action items that you could take to start to find those people and build relationships with those people. Because like I said, this isn't, this is a process. This isn't something that's just easy for all of us. And, you know, for those of us who, who may struggle with this a little bit more, Let's, let's come up with an action plan for you to start building those relationships that you could start relying on and depending on. I love that you said that because it is, it's a process, not an event. Yeah. And it's going to get a lot easier to ask for help when you're already in the habit of talking to people, right? Yeah. When you're already, so I love that you said that, it's, you know, it's, it's a great place to really probably end this on because it's so true. If I'm, if, if I'm in the habit of calling you, Erica, every single day, Yep. When the time comes that I know there's something you have expertise with and I need your help, I'm not going to have to think twice about calling you. There's not going to be that hesitation of, oh, I don't want to bother her. Exactly. Oh, we're good friends. Of course, I talk to her every day. She's not going to mind me calling and asking for I'll help. I'll tell you right now, the phone can be the heaviest object in my house. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I know that's true for a lot of people. And I have, I have a couple of, of women who call me every day. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't call me, if they're busy or they're doing something, they send me a text message every day. They check and, in somehow. Yeah. Yep. And that's exactly the point of that. Yep. And I have lots of friends. I shouldn't say lots, but I have, you know, a number of friends who I'm the same way with, you know, yep. people that I text practically first thing every morning at the least. If I, and, and eventually I'll get on the phone with them later that day. You know when I like to call people? Especially, and this reminds me, Erica, speaking what? of success and doing well, uh, congratulations is in order, I believe. Oh, oh, really? You just got a new car. I did, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love calling people from my car because it's got that integrated Bluetooth thing yeah. so I can do it safely, right? Yeah. And it's a great time to talk to somebody while I'm driving somewhere. Again, caveat yep. here, doing it safely, hands-free, right? It's, yep. I love, that's why I love that it's integrated. And I know you have that in your new car too. For so sure. I love it. I'm so excited. There are, yep. So many calls are going to be made from that car. <laughs> exactly. like the best time. The only bad thing is you can't really take notes. And that's the other thing is when you're talking to these people, when you're getting that guidance, take notes, take or record the call, do it on Zoom so you can yeah. record it if you can't. Yeah. You just, because that becomes a resource unto itself is yeah. your collective notes from all the guidance you've gotten. Or if you're watching a video from a guy like Jay Shetty, who I mentioned, don't just watch it. Pause the video and take notes because those notes are going to help you put the advice into action. That's the whole key here is putting okay. the stuff into action. And the way you're going to do that is by writing stuff down and taking notes. So without further ado, we're going to let you go and mm-hmm. get into action. Go do this thing. That's right. Just yeah. do it. Go to, go to our website. You can check out all of our episodes there. Uh, all of the show notes are there. And with these, with these steps, episodes you can get you can get you know get involved upload your assignments get in the conversation um you can also hit us up at facebook at the authentic accountant podcast uh on our facebook group and continue the conversation there seth am i missing anything no and just hashtag tap t-a-a-p right 
the yeah. Authentic Accountant Podcast. Use that hashtag. And of course, if you ever find yourself struggling to find something, don't struggle. Just reach out to me on the website. We have a contact yep. form. My email, Seth at nerdenterprises.com. Lots of ways. It shouldn't be too difficult to get in touch with Erica or myself. Ask right. us, hey, where's that episode? I will shoot you the link and I will make it easy for you. That's right. Thank you for tuning in. New episodes of the Authentic Accountant Podcast are heard every week on the Voice America Business Channel and on your favorite podcast site. Please join Seth David and Erica Ed again soon for another edition and another complete story of success. The Authentic Accountant is sponsored by Intuit. Intuit helps you leverage the latest technologies and works with you to create tomorrow's future innovations for your firm. Visit quickbooks.intuit.com 